<clears throat> this morning I really didn't want to do kettlebell swings. My back was a little sore, actually more sore than now after doing them. That'll, that'll teach you. Uh, and for whatever reason, I think because the habit was a little more deeply ingrained, I was totally down with doing my core exercises. But it's a rainy day, I didn't want to go outside to the yard to do them. My back was a little sore. I had all these thoughts going through my head. Well, I just shouldn't, you know. My back's sore. I don't want to... I don't want to hurt my back. And then I just went ahead and did them. And I feel much better having done them. And... I don't know about you, but for me... The thing that helps and the thing that I'm trying to cultivate more of is some separation between those kinds of thoughts and then how I act. There's this wonderful British author, Terry Pratchett, who has written a whole bunch of uh, books that are, I think they're technically fantasy books, but uh, they're deeply comedic and also incredibly true. Uh, he's passed away at this point, but his books, if you have a 7 to 15 year old or just uh, want to see what I'm talking about, uh, he has these fantastic series that most of his books are set in the same world, universe. Um, he has a series that follows this young girl as she grows up, um, the earliest of which I think is called The Wintersmith? No, Hatful of Sky. Something like that. At any rate, she is growing up to become a witch. And in, in his world, witches are have less to do with magic and have more to do with um, holding the social fabric together, much like a hospice nurse does. Um, uh, and one of the things that this girl has that makes her a good candidate for becoming a witch is what Terry Pratchett calls uh, third thoughts, which I, I would imagine, I think what he means is that your first thoughts, I should do my exercises, is your first thoughts. It's like your first thoughts, and then you have second thoughts, which are, ooh, I'll do the core stuff, but it's raining, and the kettlebell is going to make my back hurt, and Maybe I just won't do it. And that's your second thoughts. But then you have to have <clears throat> third thoughts, which are the meta thoughts that hang over it, which observe that and say, hmm, that's interesting that you feel that way. <clears throat> Anyways, let's go get on with doing the thing that really ought to be done. So that you aren't governed by your second thoughts. You're governed by your third thoughts, which are seeing more clearly the pattern of what's going on. And I think that that's a really useful framework with which to see patterns of behavior where you are failing to um, failing to maintain a habit that you want to maintain, and and also perhaps failing to act in circumstances the way that you would want to.
in the books, third thoughts are more often used to help the main character see what is happening clearly when something is happening that has nothing to do with your own internal resistance, but has more to do with Somebody saying one thing, and you are able to see clearly both what they are actually intending, but also how you yourself are thinking about it, so that you are not enthralled to your reaction to someone's words, but you can think one level above that. At any rate, for my purposes here, I think it it works quite nicely to think about a circumstance when <clears throat> you're talking yourself out of something that you know you should do. Going to bed when you should go to bed. Boy, I need that one. Getting up when you know you should get up. Exercising when you know you should exercise. Eating what you know you should eat. Not eating what you know you shouldn't eat. All the simple stuff that makes up the fabric of our human body, and how it feels to be in the world. And if you're like me, it's a daily struggle because your mind is telling you stuff that is not helpful. That when you look at it from a 10,000 foot perspective, you know it's not helpful. But boy... In the moment, it can be persuasive. And I think the idea of... You know, in the, in the moment this morning, I wasn't thinking, well, now I will use my third thoughts. I don't think third thoughts work like that. I mean, maybe that would be an interesting experiment to try. Saying deliberately, hmm, let me take a step back here. It was more... In the moment as I was doing the core exercises and trying to talk myself, internally talking myself out of doing the kettlebell, it's like I let that happen, and then I went and did the kettlebell anyways. So like I had decided that this was a thing that I was going to do, I let the internal dialogue happen, and then I went ahead and did it. And I think the having decided ahead of time that I was going to do it, It didn't mean that I was proof against not doing it. There are lots of times in my life when I'm talked out of stuff, you know, talked out of walking as far on the dog walk as I normally would, talked out of, I don't know, any number of things. It happens all day, every day. So what was different here? Probably what was different here was that was that I had a I had a plan. Right? I think having a plan helps and the more things that can kind of support the plan, make the plan easy, that helps too. So it helped that I just had to step outside 10 steps and I was doing it as opposed to and now I will you know have to go change my clothes and all that stuff. But it was also as though 
it was like um, me talking to myself about not doing it today. It was like a like a switchboard on a train tracks. It was opening this enticing this enticing side switch or whatever it's called, where the rail goes off, and it was like right at the foot of a of a hill. The side switch went off, right? And I could see it coming up. I could see it coming up. And then at a certain point, I just passed it. And then it was like, well, okay, I'm doing this. And I wonder if that... If that's a good way of thinking about it as well. Of I'm trying to throw out as many different analogies as possible because I think different ways of thinking about it will help in different circumstances. So it was also kind of like uh, my internal dialogue just got turned down, so it was muffled. Either I threw a blanket over it, or I just turned the volume down. So it was still there, I could tell that it was still there, but I just, I was letting it run, and I wasn't actually giving it any creed. And... I think that's something I need to try more of, is letting my internal dialogue run its course and not try to argue with my first voice, the voice that made the plan in the first place, but simply see the whole thing happening uh, with, my, with my third thoughts, it's thoughts, not voice, so not argue with my first thoughts. Let the second thoughts ramble, and with my third thoughts, see the thing I need to do, and just go do it. I'm curious what you guys do, and how you handle this ever-present issue of the divide between what we intend to do and what we actually do. And the temptation that we present ourselves with over and over and over again to divert from the path we intend. As always, thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.